Hello. Hello. I'm Justin. I'm Allison. And this is Robots on Typewriters, episode number 88. 88. The Two Snowmen Special. <laughs> That's what we are today. Two little we are snowmen. Two special snowmen. Two cold special together. snowmen. Oh, we are cold together. That's beautiful. What is Robots on Typewriters? I don't know. I'm glad you don't know. <laughs> Robots on Typewriters is our podcast that we've been doing for 88 weeks now. Shit. It's a podcast about computational creativity, about computers, algorithms, palgorithms, that's a friendly algorithm, a palgorithm, software, hardware, AI, deep Mm. learning, all that stuff, helping people to be creative or sometimes being creative on its own. On this podcast, we like to highlight creative computers from all around the internet in our first segment, the Zesty Hat, which was named by a random word generator. And in our second segment, the Trashy Toy, we like to use all of these fun tools, algorithms, websites, random number generators to play games of our own creation. For this week's Zesty Hat, I am putting on the hat. And I have oh. two pretty big pieces of neural net deep learning kind of news that were both really recent late breaking pieces of news. Um, well, not by the time you listen to this, but they were recent to me. Uh, <laughs> recent and they're both from me. Microsoft. First, I want to tell you about Deep Speed. Deep Speed um, is a new library a new training algorithm that microsoft has devised uh this kind of ties into things i like to talk about a lot on this show so there's these really big language models um there's like chatbots like mina that we talked about a couple weeks ago there's gpt2 which is OpenAI's enormous language model there's bert which we've talked about on here um all these giant language models used for all sorts of different language tasks. Uh, Mostly what we use it for is generating stuff. Uh, But when you have all these giant language models, one of the drawbacks is because they're so big and take so much computing power, training them is horrible for the environment and for everyone. Um, That training them takes many, many hours on giant computers running for like days straight on end uh so deep speed is a new training algorithm that microsoft made that speeds up the training of giant language models uh in by like large factors that deep speed can train gpt2 three and a half times faster than it was originally trained Oh, deep speed can train Bert, which is also enormous in just 14 hours on regular like V100 GPUs. I don't really know GPUs <laughs> all that well, but like uh, those are the sorts of GPUs that you can like use a collaboratory notebook to use. So like they're not so big and heavy and rare that like you don't get them. Uh, yeah, so deep speed can train Bert, another large language model. In just 14 hours on uh, V100 GPUs, and V100s are like 
they're high-end GPUs. They're probably not what's in your, like, gaming laptop, but they're not that crazy. Like, it's the sort of thing that when you use a Google collaboratory, it's what Google's just, like, giving you free time to use. Uh-huh. Um, so they're, like, low-end of, like, performance GPUs. So just 14 hours on one of them is so much less than, like, the, you know, uh, days on end of training on, like, car-sized uh, <laughs> GPUs. And if you bump them up to 256 of those running in parallel, which, yeah, way more, uh, four times more of those GPUs, but just using them, Deep Speed can train BERT in under four hours. Um, so being able to use, being able to train these large language models like four times as fast means way less computer power being used, way less um, energy being spent on training large language models. Um, which can mean one of two things that could either mean, uh, training these existing language models is way less, um, environmentally and like money costly. Right. Um, and it makes training, it makes making language models like this more accessible to people that don't have, uh, like TPUs, the really powerful alternative to GPUs, um, But on the other hand, this could mean something very different. It could mean, what if we used deep speed to still train things for days on end at the highest possible (laughs) computing power we have? Um, It means how big could we make one of these models? (laughs) And sometimes having the question of, can we gets in the way of the question of should we. Right. And that brings us to my second hat. Oh, no. (laughs) Microsoft has also (laughs) announced their new language model. Um, First, let us back up. Let us talk about history. OpenAI's GPT-2, the current kind of -of state-of-the-art language model that everyone likes to talk about, us included on this show, um... Don't at me if you're from NVIDIA and think that your language model is better than GPT-2. <laughs> Look, I use that one because it's been made accessible to me in a number of ways. <laughs> yeah, so GPT-2 had, when they released, like, two versions and said, we can't release our biggest version because it's too dangerous, but here's a small version the the like almost big enough version had 770 million parameters the really big version that they finally did release that they said was very dangerous had 1.3 billion parameters microsoft has released their new language model with 17 billion parameters oh my god <laughs> If you thought the biggest version of GPT-2 was big, this is uh, almost 15 times larger. Jesus Christ. Um, They spend much of the white paper announcing this new language model, Turing NLG. NLG is natural language generation. So we'll call it Turing NLG going forward. Uh, In most of this paper outlining the release of TNLG, they continue to ask the question of like why would anyone do this and they (laughs) they really seem devoted to defending that so first they they do first 
highlight like look how crazy big and powerful this is we used our new really speedy algorithm to uh to make this so it wasn't as bad as it sounds Mm -hmm. um but then the why they they show off some of its great strengths um one of the great problems in language models one of the challenges all these language models always compete on is zero shot question answering that means if you just straight up type a question can the language model just answer that question back to you without having to do any fine tuning like without anything special so they give some examples of when did ww2 end question mark and the model just generates ww2 ended in 1945 period oh wow how many people are living in the U.S.? Question mark. The model spits out. There are over 300 million people living in the U.S. Period. That means there was no kind of special fine tuning right. or like uh, getting it on topic. For example, like you don't have to talk about World War II for a little while to make it realize you're talking about World War II. Right. Um. So it does really good at that. It does really fantastic at uh summarizing articles summarizing abstracts it actually wrote its own abstract or like the summary at the beginning of the article it wrote its own (laughs) so that's fun i'll read that to you okay uh turing natural language generation tnlg is a 17 billion parameter language model by microsoft that outperforms the state of the art on many downstream nlp tasks we present a demo of the model including its freeform generation question answering and summarization capabilities to academics for feedback and research purposes. Wow. So pretty good. Good it, job. Like, it, it sums itself up really well. Yeah. I So I think it lied. I don't think it shows any freeform generation because I was looking for that. <laughs> um, well, I guess that is freeform generation. I don't know. It's, it's weird, huh? <laughs> it's uh, they're doing a private demo to academic community users, Are I guess, um, to meet no well maybe <laughs> i didn't check my work email yet check, but go check. Mm, not invited Aww. uh some just some other random facts about this um they don't say how big their data set was mm. i would suspect it's just like all of the internet once yeah. again uh the parameters that's just a fancy way of saying like how big the model is like not how much data is in it but like Basically, if it was a brain, like how many neurons does it have? Not mm-hmm. how many facts does it know? Um, so that's that's what it's so much bigger at. It's right. not that it has so much more data. It just has such a bigger brain. Um, I'm trying to find where it says how many transformer layers it has because that just made me laugh. Okay, so the really big version of GPT-2 has 48 transformer layers Turing NLG has 78 transformer layers. Okay. Wow. Um, that, that's just to say it's like kind of built using the same like stuff as the current big language models like GPT-2. Mm-hmm. It's just like the, the only real difference is it's so much more enormous. Right. Yeah. And that makes it perform differently. Um, oh, I said they keep trying to answer the question of like, why would we do something like this? Right. They do keep saying things like uh, their final future application says 
TNLG advances the state-of-the-art in natural language generation, providing new opportunities for Microsoft and our customers. Uh, to which I say, blah. <laughs> uh, but they say, beyond saving our users time by summarizing their documents and emails, they can help the Microsoft Office suite by offering writing assistance to authors, answering questions that readers may ask about documents, uh, paving the way for f- more fluent chatbots and digital assistants, uh, helping businesses with customer relation management and sales, okay. <laughs> which to me says we want to fire everyone who does like uh, who works in a call center and just mm. have this thing talk to them. Does it say anything about um, how you can use it to tell jokes on a podcast? Um, no, but I think that's implied. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, you can go to Microsoft's website if you look up uh, Turing NLG. You can find their blog post about it. They haven't released a full, or maybe they did, and I just can't find it. But I don't think they have a full like technical white paper about it. Mm. Actually, it's Microsoft. I'll say something good about a tech company for once in my <laughs> life. Uh, it's Microsoft. So unlike Google's paper about the Mina chatbot, which was just like here's the paper nerds and like didn't get it peer reviewed. Microsoft actually gets their things peer reviewed and published. So we probably don't have a white paper yet because it's under review or they just are about to submit it to review. So hopefully, yeah, they'll go get that peer reviewed. We'll have um, a a proper published paper about that. So this is at some point. This is a thing that's like they're just saying like we have it. It's not like out there yet. Yeah, so they're saying we have it and we're doing a private demo for academics, basically, so so you don't tell us, like, yeah, they didn't invite me. That way they can't be, like, people can't say, you know, do you really have it? Like, I don't believe it exists. So they'll show people that it exists. They'll show people that it's as big and powerful as they say it is. Right. Um, And then probably once the paper is published, they will make it available or make some of it available um if academics know what the architecture is i don't think they have anything to gain by not making the whole language model public Mm -hmm. so hopefully in a few months or someday in the future we will have a hugging face like application of this where we can just go and mess around with good old TNLG and well, see if it's any funnier than GPT-2. I'm looking forward to it. Me too. Mina and TNLG are now our like white whales. I know, yeah. Anyway, yep, those are those are my two Microsoft hats. Yeah, uh, those are very <laughs> Let's let's hope we don't ever on this show say, "Yep, so we just got news of the 1 trillion parameter language <laughs> model." Yeah, <laughs> I I know people in my real life who I am work colleagues with who would probably be very upset that I don't want that day to come. <laughs> they but, might not hey. listen to this podcast. Hope they don't listen. <laughs> they they do listen, but they just they don't care about you, so they only listen to they they just like to hear my. They listen to voice. your voice. Yeah, <laughs> it's like ASMR to them. Oh, weird. Um, it's Allison. I don't know what the rest of ASMR. SMR. <laughs> Dallas and SMR. Um, well, yeah, that it was a that's a very um, very interesting hat that is. Thank you very much. Have, um, we're gonna. I can't wait to see how it pans out in the future. 
Ooh, said... Let me set you up for a, a segue here. Ooh. Alice and SMR, that sounds like the name of a podcast. <laughs> Does it? Um, I think so. Okay. Um, yeah, thank you. Um, that's that's how you... It wasn't that, a compliment. That's how you follow through with a seg- segue, right? When somebody sets you up, you just say, thanks, and then do your <laughs> <Yep>. own thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then just do the intro you were planning anyway. Yeah. Um well, um yeah, so uh we're we're uh this is a podcast, right? Yep. Okay. Last I checked. <laughs> the, um and this is uh this is one of several podcasts that we've done in our in our lives. We're just podcast people. We listen to a lot of podcasts. We make a lot of podcasts. It's it's just it's just what we do. And we have this I we have this little website here that we, I, I am, I am literally always trying to get people that I know to start a podcast. Like basically if somebody is interested in something, I like, I'm like, you should make a podcast about that and host it on my website. I have now moved into the business of telling everyone that they should host their professional website on my website. <laughs> we'll have, we'll have a booming business in no time, you and me. Of <laughs> academic CVs and, <laughs> and podcasts, podcasts about like. Hey, I kind of like the color purple. <laughs> the, the 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 book, and um, <laughs> I I did not mean to reference a media property. <laughs> um, I would I'll host a hey you want to make a podcast about the color purple? I'll we'll fucking host it. But um, yeah. Uh, w- great thing about podcasts is you can literally make them about just anything at all i mean i guess that's the case with most things but i thought what we could do today is spend the rest of the episode kind of pitching some new podcast ideas and just putting them out there and anybody can can pick them up and take them and run with them if you want but um you know i figure we can we've got some tools at our disposal that allow us to to generate some some fun new ideas. So I uh, put together a data set of about 450 podcasts titles, and we fed them to... Just off the top of your head. Yes, yeah, I did that. I did that in like an hour today. That's just all the podcasts that I listen to. I don't even know about the other ones. Yeah, copy from iTunes, yeah. paste. Um, so uh, um, we fed them to TextGenRNN and GPT-2, and we generated some new uh, some new podcast titles. And I thought we can – a lot of these titles have uh, pretty – there's probably a lot of room to run with the idea so we can talk through some of our favorite ones and, and kind of put together pitches. And we can even consult right with Transformer if we would like to generate some, uh, uh, you know, blurbs about them and whatnot. So we've, we've got our – We've got our list here. Is there any? Um, is there any that you wanted to start with? Was there any that you wanted to talk about and make sure that we got out there? Yeah. So one of the first ones I generated. So I used. Are we saying what we used? Yeah. Did you say that? I, I did. Okay. Yeah. So okay. Cool. So in the GPT two uh, version of things, I one of the first ones I got was many pet peeves with Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like this um, a lot. I think that has a lot of legs. Yeah, I I really like the idea of the president hosting a podcast while in office and it not being like political or news related at all <laughs> or even like all that self-interested. Like it's not like just about his life. It's just like you know what really annoys me when someone burns one side of the toast, but the other side doesn't look burnt and you don't realize it's burnt until you bite into it. <laughs> so I realized I didn't, I wasn't thinking that you meant it as it would be hosted by Donald Trump. Do you think we can get him? 
Yeah. Okay. All right. Then I, I mean, yeah. If if, you, if you're confident that we can, we'll probably well, we can probably swing it. But I was thinking, I so I I do like that because it is it's <laughs> yeah it's just very banal. Um, I I had thought that it was like, you know, one person just listing their minor pet peeves with Donald, like <laughs> their you know. It is that one pay. person is Donald Trump. Right. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. I like I like it a lot. I, I yeah. We'll get our agent on that right away. Yeah, I actually had another kind of series of Donald Trump ones. Yeah. which he, I don't know, if, I don't know if he hosts them or I guess he doesn't. Um, so this was a series of four that I got all in a row. <laughs> uh, the first one was called "Why I'm Not Donald J. Trump." Okay. Uh, the next one is "Why I'm Not Steve Martin." <laughs> the third is "Why I'm Not Donald Trefusis." Uh-huh. And the last one is just why I'm not. Okay. So it what this could be is this could be a kind of um what I'm like it would be in seasons. Like this is like the why I'm not yeah. franchise and and it's and each season is why I'm not this person, why I'm not that person. Yeah, and the last one's just existential. Just why it's I'm why not. I'm not. Yeah. I like that a lot. What what is the whole idea of why I'm not though? Like it's just someone like <laughs> apologizing for like sorry guys i know you wish i was donald trump but i'm not here's why i know that you expect me to be just like steve martin but guess what i just i just can't do it i'm just not steve martin i can't be donald trefusis i couldn't be john donald trefusis if i tried are you googling is donald <laughs> trefusis a real person yes what who is he donald Professor Donald Cornwallis Treadway Trefusis is an eccentric fictional character created by Stephen Fry. Created by Stephen Fry? Yeah. What? Uh, there's an audio series about him called The Dongle of Donald Trefusis. Oh, what the fuck? That undoes this one. I had The Dongle of Donald Trefusis written down as a fake <laughs> podcast, but um, it real. Uh, uh, let me see if there were some in, um, in the text gen RNN. Um, so you know me, I'm a big fan of audio fiction. And I think that there's a couple of, um, fiction serials that could, we could pitch. The first one that I got was Good John Hood. I, I don't know Ooh. what that's about exactly. It could be a kind of like, um, like modern day, uh, Robin Hood kind of thing. You know, we're I like, think it's a Philly area podcast, oh. and you're pronouncing it wrong. <laughs> Excuse, okay. Would you like to pronounce it right? It's Good John Hood. Oh. <laughs> okay, that's fun. That's a, that's a fun idea. I would love for there to be like a very Philly culture centric podcast on our network. I'm not <laughs> nearly Philly culture enough to be any part of it. That I, I that is a, that's an idea. So hey, good I mean, John Hood. Good Great. John Hood is funny. If it's, you're not from Philly, which why are you even listening to this? <laughs> what uh, does that mean? <laughs> I just wanted to get a reaction from all of the listeners because from no one is from, from Philly, Philly that listens to this. Uh, if you're not from Philly, Phil, people from Philly had this tendency to use the word John like. One would use the word thingy or what you call it, where you're just like, uh, pass me that John over there. And it's kind of like Philly accent saying like joint, I think, like pass yeah. me that John. 
but then it like took on a life of its own and like people started like pointing out that they said that and then it's like a thing to say it or like now like no one really says it you know how these things go (laughs) there was a backlash a front lash yeah well it's like all slang that people start saying it ironically and then everyone just says it for real oh the monster colon flot Ooh, that's just you know one of those monsters the real monster is the plot it's it's actually flot. Uh, the real monster is the flot. Is the flot? Yeah, the flot is the MacGuffin. The monster flot. Okay. Yeah. Is flot mo- a bad monster? monster? Yes. Um, I don't know. We could ask. Uh, right with Transformer. Who do you think would be hosting a podcast that's like about a monster? What? <laughs> like you don't have to name names, but like, don't what's the what's the idea names. here? Is um, it like well, a crackpot conspiracy theorist? No, I, I, like was, a... I was thinking of this as like a, um, ooh, I just had an idea that's actually cute. Um, so, because I was thinking of it as as like as a as an audio drama or or a comedy, like, uh, but but fictionalized and scripted. Um, it could be something that it's like it's like a monster of the week kind of uh, structure, but. The, the 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 like it's it's like a show that's hosted by a monster named Flot, and he is just like it's like it's like one of those podcasts that's like a fictional podcast in itself or like a fictional radio show in itself, and so he hosts a radio show that's like all of these stories about terrifying things that humans did. So it's a little bit like Monsters Inc. And like it's like if okay, Monster, I like that a lot. Yeah, it's like if Monster Inc. met King Falls AM, which I know literally nothing about, so don't ask me any questions. It's if Monster Inc. meant Welcome to Night Vale. Yeah, that's correct. Yes. To put that into a term that people actually, <laughs> that I actually know. Yeah. Yeah, I I think that's a very cute idea for yeah. a true. It's like a tw- a good twist on true crime, which yeah. is like starting to run its course. Yeah. Um, one that I wanted to talk about um, is Thirst AI, which I think I this also be the wanted after to dark talk show about to this to this podcast. Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, I actually think there's. It would be very easy to make this podcast Thirst AI. <laughs> Expound. Uh, no thanks. No, okay. I think you would. It would be exactly like this podcast, but everything would be really sexual. That True, it would be yeah. like. You know, we're making GPT to write some uh, some fanfic today. Oh, because you know or it like, loves to. You yeah, can, like I can, think that's oh, what I mean. You're right. Yeah, I, for, like, I, I forgot. Like I think these tools are already like attuned to do all this. Yeah, yeah. Thirst AI. I mean, Thirst I don't particularly want to make it, but if someone wants that show, <laughs> I, like yeah. you could pay me. Yeah, you could you, you could pay be you could be paid to make it, not. I actually, you know what? I think I would prefer I would make it if someone wanted it, but then if someone wanted it so bad they would pay me to make it, I don't <laughs> yeah, think I would. I don't like that. I don't know. I like to feel valued, but <laughs> <laughs> I like to feel anyway. valued, but I would still like to value myself. Exactly. Thursday <laughs> I. Uh just like robots on typewriters, but when we have a character called the baby boy, it's very different. Oh no. The baby boy has nothing to do with Thursday Eye. 
now you're gonna cry. <laughs> I'm gonna cry. What else? Uh, another kind of after dark show I saw on my list of my GPT two ones was why I fucked this guy. Oh, okay. Now I do want to. Say, there is a podcast that I think is called Guys We Fucked. Now is this a uh this this is this like, is more like a uh this is that but like way more combative and like it's defensive. It's like the psychology of it. It's like yeah, like listen. I oh, knew it was a bad okay, idea. Yeah. So what? So fucking what? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. 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 Also, I don't know. It's like a call-in show. Like, there's no single host. Mm. It's just people leave a voicemail and we pick one and play it. I like that. Okay. I do yeah. like that you're still talking about these podcasts as if we make them all. <laughs> I mean, we ru- who runs the network? Girls. Girls. But also, us. So I feel like we produce it, yeah. but for that okay. one, we don't make the content. You know what I Fair. mean? Fair. Yeah, true. Um, there was one on your list that I wanted to talk about. <laughs> Um, yep. Tell your Benghazi story. Is this I, the, yeah, is this the I like same that one, one. But you call in and tell your Benghazi story. We just have another another series of like call in shows. Yeah, I, I that is correct. Yes, okay, I yeah. think that's less effort for us. It gets yeah. more voices on the show. Honestly, um, tell your Benghazi story with so an that exclamation can be like, point. It's yeah, that can be like note. how your own personal failings led to the tragedy in Benghazi, or maybe. You took a trip there one time years ago, or maybe you want to tell us like that you watch a lot of, you know, cable news and you remember where you were when that whole story was happening, mm-hmm. whatever you want. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I also just saw, and I want to ask about, <laughs> fund my dads. Yeah, fund oh, my dads. That was really tickling me. That's a Kickstarter uh, made by a, a college-aged person with two dads. Um, they both do dads they are like cre- they're creative types. Okay. One dad does uh, has like an Etsy shop where he makes clay figurines. Oh. Um, the other one self-publishes uh, okay. war romance novels I on now Amazon. I'm glad that that's... Yeah, so this person is basically just doing free PR for their dads while also kind of making fun of the shit they make, but also, like, lovingly and, like, knows that the dads are both really bad at marketing. So, like, yeah, fun my dads. It's like my dad wrote a porno, but the dads are actually making good art. Yeah, well, it's not... If it was good, they wouldn't need all the extra funding. Uh, (laughs) Fund my dads. Uh, another one from my list I also wanted to talk about. Um, I I think this is a podcast about someone with some memory issues, but <laughs> it's what's whose line is this? What what's my line? What's the line? What would you do? Challenge, Stuart R. Brown. <laughs> uh, for me, that podcast is like. An older guy, you know, he hasn't done radio or podcasts before, and he can't remember what the podcast is even titled. So at the <laughs> beginning, he has lines like this, where it's, what's who, what's whose line is this? What's my line? What's the line? What would you do? I Challenge like- <laughs> Stuart Brown. <laughs> I like the idea that he, like, he, at first he had the idea to make it an improv comedy thing, and somebody was like, oh, like... Like whose line is it anyway? And he they just hit record as he started to say, 
What's whose line again? What was What's that? whose line is this? <laughs> what, what? Oh yeah, what? no, that's how it's all phrased. He he. Someone said, "Is this like whose line is it anyway?" And he goes, "What's whose line is this? What's my line?" <laughs> like he's asking now, "Do you mean <laughs> <Yeah>. what's my line? <laughs> what's, what's my line? What's the line? What's the line? And what the would line you is... do? <laughs> challenge. What would you do? Challenge. It's what would you do? Colon challenge, which is hard to pronounce correctly. <laughs> What would you do? Challenge Stuart R. Brown. Or is it, what would you do? And then the answer to that is, challenge Stuart R. Brown. <laughs> what would you do? Challenge Stuart R. Brown. <laughs> uh, yeah, that one, that's a confusing one. Um, I, uh, that, I feel like that would take a lot of editing. Or just let it go. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to be involved with that, all that. <laughs> um, um, I see the one on your list that I hate. Oh, you do you? It's Radio Griffins. Oh, yeah, you do hate, you would hate that one. Um, so this is another one where I think we'd have a problem getting the talent that that is required because my concept for this one was that it would be Griffin McElroy and then that and then that guy who I only know from being on other podcasts whose name I think is Griffin Newsom. Is that his name? That name sounds familiar. Yeah. So just a couple, a couple of radio Griffins <laughs> griffining around, doing Griffin things. Now, I do have the theme song for this podcast. Oh. All we hear is Radio <laughs> Griffins. I like it. Radio I like it. Griffins. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Um, so the one that I told you you were going to hate, it's actually in the GPT-2 list. I made it with GPT-2. Oh. Um, and I thought, I, you're, you're not going oh. to. <laughs> so it's called. It's called... Is, this, is this your way of telling me your new podcast? Yeah, uh, Small Alchemy, the story of Jack at a party. So this oh, no. is also a radio drama, um, and it's kind of, um, it's a little bit noir, and I, you know, Jack would have do the narration. Um, if you're unfamiliar with who Jack is, if you've never heard a Jack episode before, he's a, a, a character friend of ours who is a, he's a cordial cannibal, um, and he's just a really nice guy, but he also Cordial runs a, cannibal Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> he also runs a... a a, a cannibal factory. So uh, this is, yeah, this is like the story of him at a party. And um, I, I don't know what small alchemy refers to, but it's very poetic sounding and I like it a lot. Um, it does sound really nice. I kind of think this is the one we need to run by right with Transformer and okay. figure out what the story of Jack at a party even is. All right. Um, I'll also tell you about one that I would I would like to host on my own. Okay. Uh. Where was it? Nintendo Power, episodes one to five, the Wii Minute, where it's just <laughs> minute long or like very short Aww. audio pieces about video games and like not even about particular games, just the first five episodes are a minute about the Wii. That's like, very sweet. I, I like how the controller is two separate pieces that you can connect or just use one. <laughs> Nintendo Power, definitely copywritten. That was Nintendo's magazine back in the day. Right with Transformer has said... So I said, this is a scripted fiction podcast called Small Alchemy, the story of Jack at a Party. It is about Jack, a fictional character in the novel, Jack at a Party, and the alchemy that he practices. It is a story about the art and culture of alchemy and the relationships between alchemists and alchemic practitioners. Oh, so, that's not what I expected. Does me, he call cannibalism alchemy? He might call cannibalism alchemy. It kind of sounds like it. 
um, which Does is starting to... Does he call to... the people he eats cannab- uh, alchemistic practitioners? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like he calls... Yeah, I, I feel like that might just be a different kind of role at the cannibal factory. Because um, oh, okay. I like the idea of this now becoming... It's it's like, it, this is a this is a work party. Like, this is a the one wild, like, Great Gatsby-style party that the cannibal factory had and all of the goings-on and the different relationships between all the people who work there. Okay. See if we can um, I would at some point like to get to know some of the other people that work at the Cannibal Factory. You so can always just I guess by. this is the way to do it. You're always invited. Hey, it's me, Jack. I just oh, want no. to stop I, by. I don't want to meet them at work. That would be disruptive Where to them. Mean? We can go out to, be... for a drink after work. It's it's we we the factory is right around the corner from a very nice pub. They know us there. Can They're we go to a pub nice that is further us. from the factory? But they know us there. They give us free shit all the time. I'm sorry. Mm, I am I allowed to curse on this show? I want to go to a pub show? where they give you free shit. <laughs> Why not? It's so good. It's I, very good no friend shit. of yours is a friend of mine. Oh, that's not true. Allison is a friend of mine. I don't know if that's true. <laughs> I wanted you to, I thought you were going to say I stand by my statement. <laughs> <laughs> no podcast co-host of yours is a podcast uh, co-host anyway. of mine. <laughs> what else have we got? There's some other stuff on my list that I wanted to talk about. I like Toaster Matters. Oh, yeah, Toaster Matters, which I think is also a spinoff of Toasted Sister, which is one that um, came out of GPT-2. Um, ah, I thought it was a spinoff of Matt's old feature, Matt's Matter of the Week. Oh, Toaster Matters I think this is a, I think, yeah, this is a February Project-esque, like, five-minute audio piece where matt just gives you a fact about toasters oh i really want that a lot (laughs) i don't know i'll bet i want i want everything about that except the toaster part i would take it if matt had if matt had like 30 days of toaster facts for you you're telling me you you don't think they'd be interesting look i'm not looking a gift horse in the a gift mat in the in the, yeah, <laughs> in the crumb tray. What's a part of a toaster? <laughs> uh, for those of you who don't know, which is probably everyone but Allison, they can hear me saying this. Uh, Matt's matter of the week was a feature on a podcast we did ages ago, where our friend Matt would give uh, just an interesting factoid mm-hmm. at the end of our podcast. Yeah. Um. Oh, this is another one that I thought would probably be a good um. An, an audio fiction. I don't really know what it means, though. Don has a pin brother. This is just uh, about your uncle. <laughs> You're calling my uncle a pin? <laughs> I'm calling your dad Don. <laughs> fair, fair. <laughs> a pin. Maybe it's not about your uncle. Maybe this is your dad hosting a podcast where he does a character voice and is like, Aww. Hi, I'm Don's pin brother. I don't like that. I don't want that at all. I don't want to give him that. And they just tell fake stories from their childhood together. <laughs> oh, I kind of like, like that. Hey, remember that time we went to the balloon factory? I sure do, Don. <laughs> and it starts his ventriloquism career. Ugh. The last thing my dad needs is a... Is a, is a career. It's <laughs> an avenue for bits that is... T- ventriloquism <laughs> oh man i now this is one i would pay for this is like uh my mat my toaster matters where <laughs> i want it really bad 
The, the Don and his pin brother? Yeah. You know, I want your dad to do a weekly podcast where he does a ventriloquism <laughs> bit. You know how easy it would be to get him to do that. That's why we can never tell him. That's why he can never know <laughs> about his pin brother. Oh, I just ran. I just hit the generate button on GPT two, and I got a new podcast idea. Oh, uh, it's just called the Perfect Teen. Aww. It's just like a teenager who like kind of follows the rules, does well in class, is pretty popular. Aww. And they're doing this show to boost their college application chances. Aww. I am the perfect teen. Why wouldn't why wouldn't you want me? <laughs> and like they're they're being facetious about it. Like it's not like they're straight up calling themselves like, Yeah, I'm perfect. Like, let me in. It's more like <laughs> I know they always say you should be well-rounded, so I started a podcast. <laughs> and like, it's like it's self-deprecating enough that it's not obnoxious. Is this the story of you and Mario apply- applying to college? Uh, yeah. <laughs> like I said, pretty popular. Um. Oh, oh, we can't skip over. This is interesting. No country for old gay men. <laughs> oh yeah, that's it's really clear what that podcast is. <laughs> That's just like a panel of three or four old gay men ranting each week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now I say that I that that the most important thing to me is queerness in podcasting, but I don't know if, I don't know if this one is I don't know if that sounds like my kind of podcast. Yeah, I absolutely will not be listening to No Country for Old Gay Men. <laughs> Isn't that basically the premise of uh uh what's the thing with like John Mullaney and Nick Kroll? Too much tuna. Well, the the oh hello. Too much tuna. That's the thing inside the show. It's <laughs> it's called oh hello. <laughs> oh hello. Yeah, isn't oh hello basically yeah. no country for old gay men? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we don't need it on our network because <laughs> it true. already exists, and we'll get sued. That's true. Oh, what do you think? It is removed. Would be about. Ooh. <laughs> I think that's like. Ah, uh, man, I don't know. I'm I'm thinking it's like a nonfiction kind of show, mm. but like it's it's like a realistic fiction, but like nonfiction show, not unlike a like 99% invisible mm-hmm. or like uh th- those kind of shows where it talks about like things we encounter every day mm. but don't really think much about. Mm-hmm. But this is imagining a world without that thing. Ooh. And okay. like Ooh. they first give you the history of the thing and then they say it is removed that's and start describing how different the world is. Like very cool. They talk about like uh like zippers were invented in 1911 and like give the history of the zipper and then they say it is removed and then they're like now mascot suits at football games have to button up in the back and three people die in mascot (laughs) uniforms every year (laughs) it's like that's actually a very cool concept i like that a lot all right well there you go free if you want to put it on our network yeah if you don't want to put it on our network you have to pay um oh okay so this is something that i want to talk about i feel like there's not enough um there's not enough like reality game shows in podcasting yet and um so I, yeah. I I have this pitch. Like panel shows? No, no, more like um, something that to the effect of like The Amazing Race oh, or yeah. like. Um, gotcha. I'm trying to think of something that. May, well, okay. Because the, the, the idea here is the Graham girl race. So it's like, it's a bunch of like 
famous in- Instagram influencers, and it's like all you know challenges okay. and stuff like that. Oh, like and they have Instagram to... influencers love podcasts. <laughs> yeah, it's like The Apprentice for Instagram girls, <laughs> and only a podcast audio only medium. I see no issue with it at all. <laughs> I like it. I mean, if we really feel, if they feel it's necessary, we can always do a video component, but like a lot of effort. Ooh, sorry to return to this no. and go away from the Graham girls, but I just had an idea that would make Radio Griffins way worse. Oh, good. Hit me with it. What if it's Griffin McElroy and Seth MacFarlane doing the voice of Peter Griffin? Oh my God. <laughs> my dear boy. <laughs> Can you imagine a worse podcast? I truly don't think I can. Oh, my God. (laughs) And then it's the same as what I said before, where it's like, all I hear is Radio Griffin, but it's the two of them singing together. Because the two of them both do like to sing, too. It's true. Really bad. Really very so bad. Oh, my God. Okay. Uh, What is this? This is one you added to the list. Oh. What is list of cock? I don't know. What do you think it is? It's just a list. <laughs> don't you love list podcasts? Where is they- it like a really somber, like someone just like reading a list? Like, it's like a, a number dis- station. Yeah, like yeah, I'm not gonna go into the details on this one. <laughs> But yeah, it's just someone reading physical descriptions of cocks in a flat, monotone voice for hours. And every so often, the Lincolnshire poster plays. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> sure, I'm down. Oh, and it would still fit that there's occasional, like, random men's names in there. Like <laughs> Ivan. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's that. That's not yeah, what we, we really like. That's something we need on our network. <laughs> I mean, if we're doing all this after dark stuff, maybe we need like yeah, back it, it's camp not even sex. It's, yeah, so that's not even like a uh, a podcast per se. Like we host it as a podcast, but really, it's just a nightly live stream. Yeah, or it goes. It's or it's perpetual. Yeah, you know that as GPT two and other language models get better, as uh, synthesized voices get better, we could automate the whole process. It's true. Just feed GPT to a, a small list of cock <laughs> and then set it to just generate on yeah. end and have, you know, one of the famous voices like Amazon Alexa just <laughs> read it out for hours. Um, so there's one more that I think has a very simple concept that I, I want to mention. And then maybe we can pick a couple that we have talked about and do a little bit more with Right With Transformer for a bit. Um, sure. Creating our own jam. I think that oh. is just old ladies talking about the jam they like to make. I wasn't sure if it was punch up the jam, just new. <laughs> no. Or if it was that. No, yeah, it's, 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 just, it's just jam talk. <laughs> I think one of the hosts of this is my mom's friend, Susan. Oh, now I would love, th- I, Susan, I, I would give Susan a platform in a heartbeat for her jam talk. Yeah, she's just a, you know, a crafty older lady that likes to do things like making her own jam. Susan, if you're listening, we got a proposition for you. Yeah, create your own jam. Yeah. On a podcast. Yeah. Now, jam does not seem like something that is especially great in an audio medium. <laughs> uh-huh. um, two of the biggest factors of jam, I would say, are the taste and the appearance. <laughs> not the sound. 
<laughs> That's not your favorite thing uh, about jam? Well, I guess if you were like, I think if it was older ladies, like really talking through the process, yeah. the ingredients, like what it reminds them of, it would be fine. Yeah. It would be a pretty good yeah. podcast. Yeah. Um, all right. What, what, is there any that you want to try to flesh out a little bit more with um, Transformer? Uh, yeah. This one, I don't really understand. I see three words that I know, but I don't know what's happening here. Oh. Costa life science. <laughs> yeah, so I, I, that was one. Of, I think one of the first ones that that I generated, and I was thinking it was kind of like I think it's like every episode is recorded on location in a Costa coffee. Yeah, that's what I figured. That yeah. it was a, it was either about or uh, at recorded in Costa. Yes, it do is. you think it's it's promotional material made by Costa? <laughs> um, I'm gonna put my foot down and say no, it's not. <laughs> No promotion allowed. All right, cool. Let's figure out what it's about then. All right. Okay. Uh, Costa Life Science is a podcast about the science of health, fitness, and life. It is hosted by me and my husband, Ryan Smith. We are both experienced fitness athletes. This podcast is an, is an attempt to bring together a group of people who know each other very well. As such, it has a very deep dive into As what As such, makes- we record in Acosta <laughs> because we don't know each other that well. A neutral location. Um, it has a very deep dive into what makes a person tick and the science behind it all. Okay. Yeah. That it's so it's just a bunch of like fitness nuts, but they meet in a costa. <laughs> and they know each other very well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it all makes sense to me, yeah. sure. Maybe they just don't have a good quiet place to record yes. <laughs> in their home or office. They don't have a good quiet place to record, so they said, fuck it, and they go to the loudest place they can find. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, sounds right. Were there any that we did talk about that you might want to, uh, oh, oh, I see you highlighting something. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go generate with that one. Okay. Um, you can nominate one to okay. talk about that we did talk about. Let's see. If there's any that we like glossed over and didn't get into or something. Oh, we didn't even talk to the first, talk to the first one on your list. Who the hell is next door? Oh, yeah, that was a. That's a really good one. I think that's one worth generating yeah, up something. I'll do My, that. My interpretation of it was that it's like somebody is recording it. Maybe it's a little night valley, but mm-hmm. I, I think you don't know at the beginning whether it's like real or fiction. Mm-hmm. Um, but someone just keeps hearing like really weird sounds and like s- weird stuff keeps happening in like their neighbors. Maybe they have like apartment neighbors in like all four directions, oh. like left, right, up and down. And, like, they occasionally, like, see, hear, or experience weird things regarding the apartments near them. Fuck. That is really good. <laughs> I like that a lot, too. Look, you can also just make all of these I podcasts. know! That's the problem! <laughs> I would be happy to do a guest spot or guest writing for Who the Hell is Next Door. I'm, I'm really into Who the Hell is Next Door, and that's a lot easier than the fiction project I'm working on right now. It lets you do like it lets you get your hands dirty with a lot of like foley art, I think. Oh. Yeah. Well, or not. I don't know. <laughs> like there's some writing to it, but also, I don't know. Maybe you don't want to get your hands dirty with it. Don't. No, it's, that's it. more of the thing that's like, yeah, I probably should at some point. It's an audio piece. Who cares about the audio? <laughs> oh, this is actually <laughs>
All right. Are you ready for something about who the hell is next door? Of course. I think you'll be surprised who's involved. Um, who the hell is next oh, door? No, is it Jack? <laughs> no. Who the hell is next door is a podcast about horror, the genre, and the weird and the strange. Our guests include Scott Ackerman, who is also the narrator of oh. the podcast, and Dave. Oh. <laughs> I like it more the more <laughs> Do I you hear. Think we can get him. And David I hope M. So. Greb is this? Do this mean anything to you? Is he real? <laughs> David M. Greb? Uh, I don't think so, but I'll look him up. No. He's nobody. He's nobody. <laughs> okay. But he is the showrunner of the excellent series, The Last Witch Hunter. This week's episode is all about the weird and the strange, and it's got some of the best horror of the year. I wow. I can get some more so, about the episode. Yeah. I, I really like the idea that it is basically the podcast we were expecting it to be, but, but with Scott the unexpected Aukerman. twist that it's Scott Aukerman <laughs> doing scripted fiction. <laughs> Oh no, I'm I'm so sorry by what just happened. <laughs> oh no, okay. Um so I'm very sorry, but the episode is the story about a kid named Jack who is haunted by a strange woman named Tanya. Tanya has been haunting Jack all his life, and she has done so by dressing as a clown. Oh no. <laughs> so it's so Jack's wait, like is Joker Jack story. Not all it's that like, bad. He's yeah, okay. It's yep. his tragic backstory. Oh, God. Just what I needed. Can you, or I guess maybe Scott Aukerman. Is it Scott Aukerman playing Jack? That's what I was going to say. I kind of like that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I've got a podcast. Okay. Uh, So this one, I I think you generated. This was called Can I Pet Your Donnelly? Mm Mm-hmm. I liked the title a lot, and I didn't really know what it was about. Do you want to talk about what it was about before I tell you the GPT version? Um, I I was just assuming it was it was just uh everybody like it's just you bring in somebody you know who's named Donnelly. That's and you pet him. And the the creepy host pets that person. <laughs> Maybe you never well, know. They ask first. Yeah. Uh, no, that's not quite what it's about. Okay. This actually seems like a charming show. Oh, okay. Can I Pet Your Donnelly is a podcast about animals and their families, featuring some of the funniest and most entertaining animal stories. Hosted by Donnelly, a retired professional dog trainer, the show is the place to hear the best dog stories from a wide variety of people, including dog breeders, breed rescue groups, pet shop owners, and even dogs themselves. Now, I would like to say this might be what the actual show Can I Pet Your Dog please is about because that's where the title is mostly coming from can i pet your donnelly please (laughs) yeah or maybe it's not i don't know why i added please on there it's just can i pet your dog what that's another mcelroy made venture no it's just maximum fun oh no travis did make it i forgot yeah (laughs) is every podcast either a mcelroy or scott ackerman (laughs) yeah you know the two true genders mcelroy or scott (laughs) ackerman all right. Well, I just recreated a show that already exists, I guess. <laughs> um. Well, I gotta. I think I gotta go make some calls to Scott Ackerman. <laughs> I really don't need him like redeeming Jack, but I also do really need him being a host on our <laughs> network. You think he'll do Thursday I mean, I'll I too? Play Jack. Okay, fine. I'm probably right. That would actually be really nice if I. Jack was just one of the neighbors and like there's kind of a Jack arc on who the hell is next door but then there's also like three other characters. I really like it. I really like who the hell is next door for real. I mean I mean not really like not actually having anything to do with Jack, but Who the hell is next door for real? 
For real. For real, though. Who the hell is next door? All right. Is there any? Are there any else that you want to delve into before we go? Just some of the other titles I want to read that didn't make the cut. Sure. Why won't you date music? <laughs> Why won't you date music? There were. There's a lot of. There's a lot of these titles that are just another, the name of another podcast, but with one word changed, and it makes it all the different. I. I like Chuck. I'm proud to be a bishop. <laughs> I forgot about that one too. That one's like a very personal missive, like directed at their friend Chuck. <laughs> Chuck's Do people been make personal sh- missive podcasts. Chuck has been shitting on his decision to be a bishop all his life. You know what, Chuck? I'm proud. I'm proud to be a bishop, but I'm gonna tell you in this podcast. I feel like this podcast should be the title of a lot of podcasts oh, yeah. out there. <laughs> yep. Full disclaimer: I'm not a psychologist. <laughs> yeah. Correct. True. I was almost going to switch it at the last second once you thought you knew which one I was <laughs> going to say. There should be a name of a lot of podcasts out there. Uh, List of Cock. <laughs> Wait, I also, we also skipped over the 2005 podcast, um, a, a series. <laughs> this is one of the early podcasts. Yeah. This is one of the earliest podcasts. Um, a Syrian boy pinned Marius Eamon's curse on me. <laughs> so I will say podcast titles have come a long way. That one kind of gives away the plot. <laughs> a Syrian boy pinned Marius Eamon's curse on me. What was the curse, shall we ask? Making podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> And then in like uh, circa 2013, an Assyrian boy pinned Marius Eamon's curse on us. And here we are now. <laughs> List of skin, New York CC. Yeah. What is no cereal? I was wondering that too. Is that just like an episodic show? <laughs> yeah, it's the opposite of cereal. And it's made by like... Uh, What's his face? The NPR guy, This American Life. Ira Glass. Ari Glass. Ira Glass. I had him confused with his acronym, his anagram cousin. <laughs> Air Glass. <laughs> I'm, oh my God, I don't know what this means. Hold on, I'm, I'm finding some stuff out about the curse. Turns out, according to the curse, we're already dead. <laughs> we're all making podcasts. Okay, um, A Syrian Boy Pinned Marius Eamon's Curse on Me, 2005, is a podcast about a little boy named Marius and his curse. Marius has had a curse placed on him since he was a kid, and with every, and with every morning he wakes up and realizes that he's going to die that day. To make matters worse, he has a brother who is just as bad of a kid. We learn how he deals with the curse and also the other, the boy's other siblings, but most importantly, the podcast is filled with adorable music and fun stories. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Adorable music in this very heavy <laughs> podcast. Well, okay. So what does this mean? His the, his curse is every day he wakes up and realizes he's going to die that day. Does he, he die? He doesn't die every day. He just is sure of it every day. <laughs> that's off. That's, that's how I wake up every day. <laughs> <laughs> that's a curse? <laughs> that's a curse. You're telling me I could just talk to a You're witch? You're telling me I'm cursed? <laughs> I thought I had anxiety. <laughs> But like, yeah, so I get like, he doesn't, he doesn't die. He just, so this is just like the the story, the the cute little story of a highly anxious child. Yeah. Okay. 
<laughs> it has adorable music. Actually, that wouldn't be an awful show of like, yeah, I wouldn't want to make it. But like showing kids like, I don't know, some kids have anxiety. And like, if you're waking up every day feeling like you're going to die, like, look, it just, there's yeah. other ways to deal with this other than listening to a podcast and normalizing <laughs> that fear. But like, also, you deserve representation, too. It's a sweet idea, and it's and all like yeah. the the angle could be Let's like he like he thinks he's cursed, but it's like that's sorry, it's not a curse. It's just your shitty brain, <laughs> which in a way is a curse. But yeah, <laughs> but a Syrian boy did not did, did not. Yeah, to quit pinning this on a Syrian boy. <laughs> yeah. uh, interesting. <laughs> a Syrian boy prevents me from producing enough serotonin naturally. Uh, okay. Um, Wait, I actually, <laughs> one on. of the big reveal at the end is that this boy is Syrian and he is the one, like, <laughs> he is the one who was blaming himself. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I think we got a lot of good stuff here. I think that there is no excuse for anybody who wants to make a podcast to not grab one of these ideas and run with it. We're gonna... We've got a podcast for every demographic, for every kind of host, whatever kind of mm -hmm. genre you like, whatever kind of it. anything. In... Yeah, it's here. Whether it's you're here. Scott Aukerman, Donald Trump, you have a friend named Chuck. <laughs> My dad. You just want to talk about jam. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Who's, who's stopping us? Yo dad? My dad? No, we're stopping my dad. Who's stopping your dad? Us. <laughs> but yeah, weirdly if you apt. <laughs> if you want to um if you want to uh make a make a proposition for any of these podcasts, you can send an email right on over to us immediately. That is robots at backcamp.org. You can also tweet at us at robot typewriter. You can go to our website, check out if you like the vibe, backcamp.org. And then host your podcast there. Yeah, host Don't your even podcast right website. on it. Don't never leave the website. Um, yeah. But what? But our theme song is Video Challenge by <laughs> Hana Monaguchi. Um, and if you want to make a podcast, you better be my... our new friend. Aw. Um, Podcast lasts forever. Podcast, Podcast never, never ends. End. I like it. Both of those things are true. Yeah. Um. So if you thought this was the end of the podcast, <laughs> you're wrong because podcasts last forever. Yeah. Podcasts never end. Correct. Um, I um three on the topic. Ivan. Ivan. <laughs> Is this your audition tape for a list of cock? <laughs> three inches belonging to Ivan. <laughs> Ivan. Um, I also wanted to say hey, before we go anywhere, shit. um, that, <laughs> that I, um, am making another podcast this month, believe it or not. It's called The February Project. I make a mini little audio piece of 10 minutes or less every day, uh, this month in February. So check that out if you like <laughs> podcasts, I guess. Um, the, yeah. What do you think no cereal is? Is it, is it like anti-cereal? Yeah, it's. I think it's just funded by like, uh, you know, the like Jay and like <laughs> all the other people who got a bad rap off of the back of cereal. Yeah. It's funded by like their families and loved ones. Yeah, yeah. Like, and then there's our Nisha call. <laughs> What's level three life? What level of well, life level do you think one you're life on? Is childhood. <laughs> level two life is uh, being a perfect teen. Ah. Level three life is like 
you're early to mid 20s so we're on level three life okay right now. yeah and level four life is no country for old gay men is death oh okay. yeah that's level five life level yeah level four life is being an old gay man mm-hmm. everybody level does level five life is being dead yeah bye it's just one of those phases you go through yeah. your old gay man phase and then death it's just a phase mom death <laughs> one day you'll find a nice uh, eternal soul to settle down <laughs> with <laughs>